Hey, y'all, if you enjoy watching your podcast, which seems kind of weird watching your podcast, but some people really enjoy that. So we have a YouTube channel. You can find it at Heather Parody, P-A-R-A-D-Y. It's also linked up in the show notes. You can hit subscribe. And several of these interviews are actually in person. So you can watch that. Again, that is at Heather Parody on YouTube. Have you ever worked really hard on something and were convinced that there was a certain path laid out for you only for life to freaking derail you? That's what happened to today's guest. His name is Abel Hart. He is a Philadelphia-based singer-songwriter producer. And despite winning shows like Songland on NBC to write the Jonas Brothers hit song Greenlight, his music being used in hit shows like Love Island on CBS, and his own music popping off on TikTok and Instagram, this was originally not the plan for him. See, Abel Hart originally dedicated his life to be a U.S. Olympic snowboarder, but after a really serious injury, well, he was left refinding his purpose. He's now using his platform to not only build fans for his music, but also spread the message of spirituality in his content. In this conversation, you're going to hear how he got back up from a major career shift, how to honor the innate spark of talent, but also work your blessed booty off, and a little bit about manifesting in the frequency of music. My friends, this is pretty unconventional. I exhausted every excuse external for why I wasn't where I wanted to be. And those are the moments that I live for, yet I never know when they're going to happen. Manipulation means the action of manipulating something in a skillful manner. In a skillful manner. Thank you. I'm so glad that just wow. freaking happened right now. But was and, that and intentional? Did you know you were doing that? Man, scrolling through Instagram, I was trying to figure out who you were. Trying to figure out who is this guy. I mean, obviously you're super talented. You got a lot of charisma and so forth, but you also have a lot of depth in the stuff that you're doing and you're saying some stuff. We need to talk about a little bit more energy, intention, that there's a lot more underneath the surface than sometimes we think that there is. And I think it's really badass, dude, that you're using your talent and your skill to not only entertain people, but also make a big ass difference in this world. So Abel Hart joining us today. Thank you so much for your time. Tell us a little bit of backstory because I saw that you were a professional snowboarder at one point, and I don't think I've ever talked to a snowboarder before. So I'm pretty pumped about this. So tell me that story. Yeah, definitely. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I was kind of we were briefly talking before this and I was telling you how much I love to get the opportunity to be able to have conversations like this. So I, yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. So I started off I mean, snowboarding, there it came, you, you mentioned talent briefly in the beginning uh, introduction as well. My definition of talent is just hours and hours and hours and hours of beating at your craft. Like at least it is for me, you know, like I, I try and speak as much from me, myself and I statements as possible, you know, just because that's my experience. And I can only hope that it can resonate with the right person it's meant to, right? I can't, as much as it's hard sometimes, I just want to convince everyone because I want everyone to feel happy, you know, and to feel, or at least like their fullest self, right? Because I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's what most of us are achieve, like striving for, right? But it's like, if you're also always striving for it, it's always there in front of you. So then how are you ever supposed to attain it? And you could really only attain it truthfully from within, but we're trying to seek so many things externally. Lord Jesus, you're already spitting fire today. 
Golly, uh, no, this, I mean, I, like, <laughs> like, I mean, this is my, Ooh. this is definitely my passion. This is something that, and I know you'll find me, you'll, you'll have to pull me back sometimes for sure. No, go. You'll ask me one question that's supposed to be about something and it's going to always lead into some sort of life. That's just what it is. I'm realizing it now within the last maybe like six months to a year, I've always talked about this. Like every, like every time I should probably, like I go on a live or I talk about things on social media, <laughs> you would think it would be for music. You would think that that's what I, you know, that's what I do, but it's always about life. It's always about these things, but I, but I believe, and I think, and I'm, I'm coming, these are like all new thoughts for me as of recent that I'm, that I'm spewing right now as well. I believe that the reason for that is I've just, I know for me personally, how bad of a hole I was continuously putting myself in now, now that, that there's so much weight behind that statement in itself, right? Because mm. I exhausted every excuse external for why I wasn't where I wanted to be or why, why I was where I was supposed to be. It was like, oh, it's because of this, you know, it's because of this external thing or this person did this or else this would have happened. And, or like, I can't, you know, I don't need to do this right now. I could do this. This is how I have, I just came up with like tons of, they're just excuses, you know, where that hard pressure to, come from definitely internal. I, I don't think maybe my dad as much as, and I say that nicely of my parents, I'm very fortunate. I will say my parents have always been super, super supportive. And my mom took out like a second job to be able to like, take me to get a ski lift, you know, ticket mm -hmm. when I first, done. that was your first question, snowboarding. That was something that I feel we were talking about talent. That was, that's something that I feel I was talented mm -hmm. at anything like physical sports that just made sense. Like I could pick it up. But the reason that I like to like pull back on the word talent for what people see now is because I don't want it to discourage someone that could just see it and be like, oh, like, of course, you know, like, obviously you're like, just like wicked talented. But and you're drawn to something for a reason. Like there had to be some little inkling. I believe in calling. I believe it. Mm -hmm. I believe like there's like this thing inside of you that like hints towards something and something hinted you towards like physical sports and is hinting you towards music. And yeah, you can get better at it, but there's still a spark there that you have and whether you want to call it a talent, but it's something innate that I think was given to you. Yeah. My, my dad was in music. Like I grew up with my dad, my father who was a musician. I grew up, my parents, my mom as a baby would take me in the clubs to watch him perform. And I would always be around him. He was always mm -hmm. making music, but I never, maybe subconsciously wanted to do it, but I never, it was never something I was ever going to mm -hmm. like seek out and do again. Now looking back, I know it was purely based out of insecurities. And still, I, you know, there's times when I'm like, Ugh, you know, it's, it was, it's been a long journey as far as the insecurity route goes, but yeah, was, sometimes I also mm -hmm. say when things are so close to you, you tend to neglect like the possibilities of certain things. There's just in front of you, it's just a normal thing, but to yeah. someone else, be like, oh, like do this, yeah. you know? And it just wasn't like that for me. I was just kind of grew up with it. And he was like that. My dad's very, he's a workaholic for sure, but he loves what he does. But there's also a statement in, in that, right? It's like people tell you, well, if you love what you do, you don't have to work a day in your life. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's still things in which you love to do that you necessarily don't like doing. That's just what it is, right? Everyone with within everything in life, it's like there's always something that comes with it. But I think it's not the best idea to focus on those things. Like these are the things I don't like and wish I love. You know, it's like yeah. I love this so much. <sighs> everything else is just like I'm. I'm so fortunate and grateful to be able to just do this. Like all yeah. the other stuff just allows for more gratitude for the appreciation of this that one thing. But yeah, I. I mean, I know music wasn't like that for me, right? So I traveled and I competed in snowboarding and that made sense. And then uh, I'll fast track that because 
it is a big part of my story, but it's also <laughs> such a big part in the other things that I think have so much more weight for me to talk mm. about in hopes to connect with other people. Yeah, I traveled and then I, long story short, I was injured, you know, I, and, and mind you. Any Young, extreme, you were like 15, right? Yeah, and any, any extreme sport, any sport, you know, for that matter, comes with its injuries, but definitely extreme sports. It's kind of just like, oh, yeah. it's another week I broke this. Oh, it's another week I broke this. I broke this. It'd be a shorter list to tell you all the things that I haven't broken. But my back was definitely a big one and it put me out and and that was my purpose, right? I was going to snowboard. It didn't even matter. I could live I could live on a cabin in the middle of nowhere and I could just snowboard every single day. You know, like pure, just like passion. I just love being on the mountain and just, especially I think I got the that drive that you asked a little about uh, earlier. Why am I yeah. like this? from training i think paired with my, my mm. parents are very hard working and we could go on the topic of hard working because it's funny now i sit back, like i actually because yeah, you're all about manifestation now so yeah and i also work way less and i see more results but we could we could get we Ooh, could let's get talk about that, that later no nope. yeah definitely i mean that's that's a huge huge thing but so i definitely get that from my parents as far as like drive and work ethic and you know, my mom's always worked a job. My dad's been an entrepreneur. So my mom needed to support the family in that facet as far as, you know, healthcare and having kids. And I also mm -hmm. have a sister. She, we're like almost just about 10 years apart. So there's a oh, big wow. gap there. But yeah. I was always traveling, snowboarding. I was injured. And then I say I got the case of like the efforts at a young age, for sure. I lost mm -hmm. my purpose. Like, that's my yeah. purpose in life. This is what I'm going to yeah. do. And I, I can just live in a cabin. It doesn't even matter. There's no external thing like because I'm doing this, you mm -hmm. know? Kind of like in which you love to do that some sense that you don't necessarily like doing like you mm -hmm. don't like breaking bones you don't like sometimes training you have to wake up super early you have to do this right. but honestly like purely i love it made me be all the stuff that i necessarily didn't like doing it made me love it 10 times more because of mm -hmm. the results that i would see from it and now mind you i didn't think like this back then it was so subconscious but i think it, it was so interconnected with me and my purpose and just being on this planet, right? And I was very fortunate to to have that at a young age. And then unfortunately, the main injury that I had took me away from that out of external mm -hmm. circumstances. I didn't make those decisions. Like I wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to get super injured and not be able to do what I love. Just happened. And I got the case of what I said was the efforts, you know, if this, if this, like, if I can't do what I love, you know, I don't want to do anything. I'm not even, I, mm -hmm. what, what else am I supposed to do? I'm not going to work a normal job, right? You come from like the extreme That's a sport. lot of heavy thoughts for a teenage boy though, too. Can you think about it? Because that, you know, you, a lot of kids are kind of just living their life and doing their thing. But for you to have that kind of existential crisis at a really young age, I mean, damn. Yeah. I mean, I was with a team uh, after snowboarding and then training and then mm. getting better and better. I would travel with a team. So the team would have like a traveling tutor. So I didn't go to normal school. I didn't, I did for like a, a semester, you know, a semester. So the yeah. public school, I would only go for a semester. And I always felt, you talk about imposter syndrome. I would always go into school for that semester before I started traveling. And everyone was like, oh, he's, he's going to be going to the Olympics, the, the X Games, to all these things. I remember mm -hmm. they like, you know, it was like that kid that would just show up for a few weeks and then would go travel to do that, which I very, was very fortunate to be able to do. But I felt so insecure and not good enough and a lot of imposter syndrome around all of that I was like uh, you know like just very, yeah very so then when I had lost all that then going it almost seemed like then it was an automatic failure you mm -hmm. know and then you talk about that with then the recovery rate at the end of the day could I have had that injury and then recovering through the next year and everything else but two things one the finances like how expensive it was and my parents weren't able, and then the time frame, like in that time frame that I was injured in the progression of the sport. Like if you, you could go back then and look at the progression of the sport. Now people are doing the most ridiculous 
things that like it's crazy human beings can even do you know mm -hmm. and then at that point as well that time span when I was getting better I just I could see like looking back just the toxic mentality that started to bubble and spew in, in my in my brain just as far as the f the efforts you know f this like I don't want to do anything and I started I went back to public school started associating mm -hmm. with the wrong people places and things yeah and if you look at frequency and all of those things the reason that that happened and mind you everyone this is not to talk bad about anyone else everyone's in their own right they're on their right. own journey but the reason I connected with those people is because they were also on that frequency, like on that 100%. mentality of effort. And I got to go to school and these are the things, let's do drugs, let's, you know what I mean? All of, So it was the external thing, right? Because we have these conversations too, as far as whether it's drugs or everyone, most people in this world have a vice, something, very few are just yeah. like, I'm going to work and do this. I don't like it, but it's, I'm, maybe it's that's great. their vice. <laughs> very, yeah, and that's awesome. If there's people out there yeah. that are like that, yeah. Whew, like the one thing that I feel like those people though, they will not have the understanding and gratitude towards the other side, but people want to say it's the problem. You have a gambling problem. You have a drug problem. You have a drink, whatever it is. It's not the problem. I know for me and my story, if it, and I'm not condoning it at all. Sure. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. No, like I, that, that, I believe that, right. It's not to like, whoa, those things, right. Gambling drugs, whatever the case, that's not right. I'll finish my, my statement. It's a temporary solution to a permanent problem. A permanent problem being a spiritual malady, a spiritual malady being the lack, the void that you fill on the inside that you seek externally. Yet when you seek it externally, it's only temporary. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know? And then we think it's always that one. Oh, I remember the first time I felt like this, you know, it filled that void, but it's only temporary. And then we're forever seeking it externally until you realize the only way to find it is internally from within. It's like, mm -hmm. well, how, how do I do that? You know, it's like the journey of life. When did that revelation hit you? I wish sooner, but a long time. I, again, uh, like I, I spoke about earlier, I had to exhaust every excuse. Mm -hmm. I had to exhaust everything. It's like, no, it was because of this. Like if I wasn't in the car with this person at this time, I wouldn't want to jail. Or this, if I did this, all of it was me. So I had to continuously hit rock bottom, bottom. Or, like all of it was on me. I think there's so much, there's, there's a lot of fear behind that. It's like, oh, if everything's on me, like, oh my gosh, you know, mm. this is why I'm here. There's so much fear behind it, but I think there's also so much beauty behind it. Once you actually really realize the, the truth behind it, you are the cause and the effect of all your life decisions and the outcome. Yeah. You know, it's just hard for people to sit with when they're currently where they don't want to be, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's real and it's tough. And I, and I, you know, I experienced it and there's a lot of things you might hear me talk about throughout this. I'm spewing a lot of new things that I'm experiencing. The proud thing is a weird one for me, not recently, be but proud. yeah, because it was like, oh, like be proud. Like, well, I'm going to affect someone else. Someone's going to be like, oh, you, you have this or you have, but like, I have to sit with the fact that only thing that I know, and I do this, you know, whether it's like set, talk about setting an intention or anything else before having conversations like this or anything I post on social media, it's like. What's my intention behind anything? Is it as a malintent or to hurt anybody or to mm -hmm. raise anybody's blood pressure in any facet outside of a positive effect? You know, like laughter. It's not, you know, so at the end of the day, if anyone's going to say anything, I also pair that with the fact that hurt people hurt people. I like, there's nothing that I could do. It's out of my control. Like the serenity of prayer is the ultimate thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference, right? It's mm -hmm. like, but the, the last part is the hardest. Like the wisdom to know the difference between the things we can change and we can't change because we're wrapped up in life trying to control the things we can't, you know? Right. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I wish it came sooner. I wish it came sooner, but it was it was rock bottom after rock bottom after treatment after getting locked up after being just like a, a you know uh, over and over and over and over again. Right, the definition of insanity. But somebody had to introduce like, man, you have like Esther Hicks on your profile, and you're talking about the frequency of abundance and energy, man. Like that didn't hit my radar until just a few years ago, and it's not talked about right now. Like. So it was in a book or did your parents into that. I mean, like, where did you get exposed? Like, okay, this dream crashed down. I'm struggling, trying to find my identity again, not hanging around crowds and stuff. And now fast forward and, you know, you're teaching people about manifesting stuff. I mean, you got to fill in the gaps for me there, man, because that's a quite a leap. I mean, really, it's a simple answer. And most things are, right? It's, you know, YouTube. I, like we've- YouTube? Yeah, I mean, we grow up in the best day and age. You know, I say this all the time. It's tough for a lot of people to hear because in order to execute any of it, it's on you. Preach, right? preach. Uh, and, and it's tough, but I also try and have an excessive amount of empathy for mm. that. But I believe, you know, you can't jam it down in anyone's throat, even though it's like the that's the best intention. Like, trust me, I, you ever be around someone, it's usually like parents or family members or a loved one in the relationship. They're trying to like, listen, like if I, if you would only do this, but yet those are the people that you want to listen to the least, you know, you're like, yeah. Oh, you got your own problems. You know, you trying to tell me what to do. But the thing is, it's like, we do, everyone's on their own journey. And I had to sit with that, especially after like doing a lot of this, I want to like help someone and I'll see certain comments and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's not like what mm. you, you're, you're seeing it right because reality is right. what we choose to believe to be true that's Preach. that's it you know i could sit here and be like i have a beautiful house here i could be like you know like i need better th than this I, I, it's so true it, yeah. it's all yeah. i mean anything you know it's like all what we choose to believe true that's what reality is and you talk about manifesting and you brought it up briefly and i'll definitely go off in, into that but i want to finish the first thing because my brain mm -hmm. will go a million different sure, ways sure but it was probably to answer your question, as far as when did I kind of have this realization? I did it until I did. And when I did, it was probably, I was just willing to take the advice of anybody that knew better than I, and that it at least gone through something similar because mm -hmm. as human beings, we also try to differentiate ourselves and tell us, tell everything else that how our, I could see how like our situations like that, but it's not like, you don't know what like I've been through or it's worse. Like, Oh, I'm not that bad. Like I, the reason, right. okay, I get that you went through that and now you're here, but like, I can't relate to that. I'm not that bad or it's not as worse, right? There's a million different plausible excuses. It all goes back to that, but yeah, I was just, so I couldn't trust myself. And until, I don't know, I was sent away somewhere for the, who knows what amount of time. And I just started listening. I was like, oh my mm. gosh, like I ended up here again. It was like that. It's so crazy because it's not like it was the first time I had that realization. I just had an excuse the last time. Just the right time. I mean, it was just a time. It was just a time thing. It was like, I'm literally in the same situation. This just happened 15 mm -hmm. times before. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, and and then someone started this talk about the things that not as heavy as I'm, I'm, I'm talking about them, but talking about these things are pretty much like, it's all on us. You can't trust yourself. You can't trust your brain, like how you've been mm -hmm. programmed. And, mm -hmm. you're, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't trust myself. Like, should I drink apple juice? You know, like. Do I, I mean, like, do like, and it sounds silly, right? But no. I didn't know, like, I was so, and it is, it definitely is silly, but I was so just like willing. All I knew is mm -hmm. that I didn't want to feel the way I felt every single day. And I was willing to do anything not to, mm -hmm. right? It was, it was that deep for me. Mind you, it was that deep for me the time before and the time before the time before it was just until like, I actually, it just clicked. I was like, like, if I'm 
just truly honest with myself, the only reason I'm back here is because of me, because of everything that I've done over the past last time it freaking happened. You know, it, it was like, it was like perfectly aligned where everything from the last time it happened to this time of me realizing it, there was no inner interjection of anybody else but me, you know, like, so I didn't have, even if I wanted to have another excuse, there was literally no excuse. So I, I like I said yeah. earlier, I had exhausted all excuses and it only allowed me to sit with the reality that I had created for myself. And then I just started taking the advice and YouTubing of other people that just like knew better than me because yeah. I apparently don't know anything, you know, and it was a hard, it was, let, it's a hard let me push on that a little bit. And I haven't figured this out, my friend, so I'm navigating it, but thinking hey. about, yeah, yeah. Sorry. How do you take personal responsibility and use that as a p empowering thing of like, it's me versus being like, it's freaking always me. And using that as a tool of like self-hatred, there's such a line there, you know, of like, this is always on my plate, empowering versus, you know, why do I always keep ending up in these cycles and feeling like there's something wrong with you? No, totally. And I mean, that's, also, that's, that's also a really great, great question. And there is, you said there's a, there's a line there. I mean, for one balance, we'll go on the balance later, but balance is the key <laughs> We got there. a lot of rabbit trolls to go I've down. Read, I've read the book on, there is no such thing as balance. It all means the same. You successfully yeah. do something all the time over here and then you do it over there. Well, how am I supposed to have balance of any of that when I spend all my time over here, but then I jump to here. It's like what's work, you know, work-life balance isn't a real thing either. It's a lot of things that I bought into, especially even through this, like once I started to have this realization, but how, yeah, how would someone be empowered by the fact of realizing that it is on them? Yeah. I mean, that itself, I feel is an empowering statement, but like I also spoke on earlier, it's also very scary. It's very scary to be like, holy, shit, like the whole reason I'm at where I, I'm at now, and this isn't where I want to be. This is like the worst position. And mm -hmm. it's the complete opposite of what I've been shooting for is all on me is also a scary thing. I guess it's the um, perception thing you mentioned earlier. What perception? It's perception. But here's the thing. It's it, the biggest thing is it's the awareness. If you yeah. realize that you are ten, not that it's a competition, but you are tenfold above other people on this journey of life, right? Because I do believe just why I love having these conversations and not trying to hop on as many podcasts and put this stuff out there as much as possible. Because I do believe once you have the awareness and you have seen the change in your life, I feel it's a bit of a disservice not to speak on these things potentially to help someone else. Great. That's just that's just what I believe. I also know it's crazy, but it also is like the most selfless way of being selfish because of what I get from it. This conversation, I mean, I'm not making money. We're, we're just like genuinely having a conversation yeah. that you also realize as well that the meat of life is the moment, is this. I say this all the time, is this, the conversation yeah. we're having right now. Yeah. It's just so wrapped up in the human brain of all the other things that are going on on earth, on social media, on mm -hmm. everything else that keeps us from the present moment. But that's a whole other topic of conversation, but there is, back to the main point, I feel good about bringing things back. I'm normally not like this or not. I mean, I'm all over the place all the time, but see, I say that I'm projecting it. I like this. I think that's the other thing, right? It's a benefit. I like. It's a gift. It's it a gift. Yeah. But it wasn't for so long. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like the only yeah. reason, again, I couldn't, I remember, I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, oh my gosh. I remember times when I couldn't even fully form sentences. Like, I mean, just like couldn't. I just like, I want to talk to somebody that, like, like, what am I trying to say? Like, I mean, like just lost it, just lost yeah. it. I was thinking about that this morning. 
And I was like, holy moly, because I'll have these conversations. And I watch back and I edit every, anything you see that's out on social media. I edit everything, right. right? Even to like the music stuff. And I'll watch some stuff and I'll just have like some realizations sometimes. I'll just be like, holy moly. And I had that this morning. I was like, I remember when I just like couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was a scary moment because I've always felt like I could fluently speak. Yeah. But when I just couldn't, and I'll find those moments, I think there's also some magic, right? Then you look at yeah. like vice versa when I have experience. So I just, I'm a big car guy and I just had this experience recently. And I believe with manifesting, like if you could window watch, if you could touch it, if you could go, if it's the house, sit in the driveway, uh, get in the car, you know, go to the dealer, whatever it may be, go to the, the shopping mall and look at the clothes, whatever it is, get it, touch it, feel it. What's it feel like, right? That's the point of manifest. It's the emotion derivative from what that mm-hmm. is and then bring it back in the present moment, right? So I just had this experience as well on the other end of it where I couldn't speak. I didn't know, like I've been a big car guy and this is like, you know, something that's just such a bucket list thing for me, just like supercars. And I'm just, my manager and I, who maybe you uh, spoke to briefly, but we we just grew up car guys, you know, like working on, car- I couldn't build an engine, you know, but just working on cars and doing stuff. That's all. I almost did that before music. I was like, maybe I'll work on cars. I went there, took the test. I was like, I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> you know, I was like, no way. My brain doesn't work like that, you know, but it wasn't meant to be. So I had that experience and we went and we were driving supercars. I couldn't even speak. It was mm-hmm. my first time. The reason I never had done it before is because I was like, no, if I get in one, I'm going to get one. Not that that's a bad thing, but I was just never you in the position that, yeah. for to do that. Right. <laughs> but now fast forward, we were doing that. I literally felt, and I do all the time. I also say this: I literally feel like I'm tripping all the time. You know, this is your first time meeting me. I don't know your perception. And you're like, cuckoo, let's end this early. You know, I, <laughs> I, I have no, yeah, you I don't I, know. I don't me. Know. <laughs> but I, but I, yeah. I feel like this and, and hmm. tripping and hallucinogens is a big part of my story. I also not to condone it and I don't condone it. And if you do it, I totally believe do it with like a professional, but I don't do it, nor do I ever want to do it again. But I believe that's a big part of my story. I do believe that that was a huge part of the actual question you asked me right before this was how did I That's start to so have many people's responses to that? Really? Oh yeah. My, my manager, I would have that conversation all the time. I was just like, Oh my gosh, I remember the first time. Like, and if you could abuse that drug, the thing is you can't like, at least it was mushrooms for me, other things as well. But like the mushroom mushrooms, I tried to abuse it. Not that I'm condoning that, mm-hmm. but like it affected me that much. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was sitting there. I'm surprised I didn't bring this up when you earlier asked. I don't usually like to talk a lot about drugs because I do believe everything is totally found within sure um but i feel like that now and that's why i bring it there right so my first remember we were in a gas station parking lot and when we were there and i was like bro like this is real you know like everything's real mind you i know you're tripping and your mind's in it but right it's essentially food poisoning is all it technically mm-hmm. really is but i'm like oh my gosh like anything we could do anything you know like anything in life and this is my first time after snowboarding i hadn't done music done nothing else yeah. oh my gosh you could do anything like anything you want to do we can do it like right now let's do it you know what do we want to do you know anything like we're here the fact that we're here you know i just started this almost like this gratitude like beam is just hitting me like oh my gosh all these things and we're here and we can do whatever we want the fact that i was right before this for years after the snowboard injury thinking of it completely opposite why do i have to be here like literally why do i have to be here how can i freaking get away like not be here like literally as soon as possible you know mm-hmm. without affecting someone else that i love you know it's mm-hmm. like that and that was a huge thing for me. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, everything down to the T. And I feel like that now. 
every single mm-hmm. day. There was no difference. And this is funny because my manager's wife kept saying like, I would be so curious to see your brain right now. I was like, so would I, you know, so would yeah. I, I'm so curious. I had no idea I was having an experience because that was that moment. One of those peak pivotal moments in your life where it's like you work so hard and blah, blah, blah and everything. And then really firmly having that experience. And mind you, it wasn't my car, right? It wasn't anything else. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know. I couldn't talk. I literally couldn't even, I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't even know. I, I still have yet to find the words. This just happened last week. But just on the polar end of how I was so in such a bad place, couldn't trust yeah. myself. I couldn't even speak on the reverse. I don't even know what I'm feeling. Right, I love it. You know, I love that. I know that it's a great feeling, but I can't even put it into words. And those are the moments that I live for. Yet I never know when they're going to happen. And that's the exciting part of all of it, of life, you know? Yeah. So, okay. You are passionate and you have such a deep conviction. Maybe it would be the right word and it just oozes out of you, my friend. And what a gift. It's so beautiful. And I think what's so interesting about what you're doing now, what I really appreciate, I've been on a storytelling kick lately of like, all right, if you have some kind of deep truths you're passionate about, framing it in a way is like so much of the art and the craft. Because to your point earlier, who wants to say like, Abel, you need to blah, 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 blah. Like people like clear that out. But when you can put music to it or a skit or some fun dances and just have like this package that delivers the truth without people realizing that they're getting shared something yeah, like you're talking that's... about like the, the the mass manipulation of positivity i mean <laughs> you know i, I mean that's thinking what it about is. it in a better way than that i mean yeah but yeah. there's no other like it's because how else are you're trying to i mean you're trying to get it to register with as many people as possible but in like behind the scenes way i don't think like manipulation has i don't know the actual definition i have to start i have to look that up but as you see as manipulation is such a strong word but it is such a strong word i mean so is humble but go look up the definition of humble it is so negative i stopped saying that you know because i was like i just i want to be humble i want to be humble through all these things go look up the actual definition of humble one time it's like the like lowering oneself to a bar of something something it's not it's not a good definition, but societally, it's like, oh my gosh, you're so humble. You know, you're so humble. And until I realized that, I was like, I'm done saying that. But again, I would like to, that'd be the next, the next word, uh, manipulation, like using, is it only out of a negative? I'm just going to look it up right now. Hey Siri, yeah. what's the definition of manipulation? Hey Siri, what's the definition of manipulation? Manipulation means the action of manipulating something in a skillful manner. In a skillful manner. Thank you. I'm so glad that just wow. freaking happened right now. Not negative condensation at all, only yet societally, like I have goosebumps. That's real right there. Definition of humility. I feel like someone's going to like figure this out and come, don't come knocking on my door, you know, but it's true. So it's just a mass manipulation of positivity that you're trying to, in a skillful Mm. way, it sounds like inject, right? Positivity without them even knowing. But was that intentional? Did you know you were doing that? Oh yeah, for sure. 150%. I mean, that, that was the whole thing before this. If you actually like deep dive into the full spectrum of Abelhart, the project, it was all negative is very mm-hmm. much. Uh, and the reason I didn't take this down is because this has been my picture of the whole project. I was in a very bad place. I'd struggle with all sorts of things, you know, and depression and drugs and whatever, just everything. But when I started to get better, I was like, oh, I could write about it. You know, if I'm going to sing, I never sang before I started music production like to sing and to write was just like the biggest fear in my life. But I've been such at that point, mm-hmm. I told you, I finally started to get this awareness and realization. I was like, this is life or death for me. I'm going to do, if I'm going to do this, 
my sister lived out in California, had this like tiny, it's like the size of this room, maybe. And she let me live on her kitchen floor. She let me live out there. And I'm so grateful for that. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to start a new project. I, it was a, I had a different project before. I was like, and I'm going to sing and write and then produce everything. Like I'm going to mix, master, produce, sound design, engineer, sing and do everything. I'm going to do it. It's all on me. I started to have this realization. And I was like, but I need to set up a proper routine because every time I don't have a proper routine and life schedule, yeah. like yeah. gets all over the place. Right. So I yeah. started to do that and created like healthy, just healthy routine as far as like physical fitness too, as well. Just like I have to run every single day and do this mile and then come back and just really yeah, like time scheduling, you know, which I needed, which before it was just like, I'll do whatever I want, whenever I want, you know, right. and that's what it led me to so over, over and over. So, but yeah, I knew it coming back. So the beginning of my project is very, I thought I could just write about things without actually carrying through the acts. I thought it, and I told myself at least at the beginning of the project at Able Heart, it's very, very ne negative uh, and almost glorifying a lot of the things negatively. Mm -hmm. But the only reason I wrote about those things in that perspective is because I said, Able Heart, the project my mom's always said you're able to do anything your heart desires so yeah. able heart the full spectrum of the project is going to start with me being honest and vulnerable mm. these are the things i went through when you the only reason there's glorification around anything negative is because at least in my experience it had temporarily again fulfilled me internally yeah you know yeah. an external thing temporarily fulfilled me internally someone else that was going through the same thing mind you i said no i'm good on that bro like i don't do that yeah. the only reason this person's trying to get me on is like bro you don't even understand but i didn't until i did and it was temporary it was fake it wasn't real right and it leads you down a hole deeper than you ever want to go that you should just figure it out on your own right and go through mm -hmm. the way of life but that's why so i was writing about why i would glorify those things and the experiences that i was having yet being depressed and not wanting to be here on planet earth and like all of these things right if you actually deep dive not to say that you will or should but that's where it started and then i was like i've got this project here and i wanted to start going to pop you know so it's like the spectrum so if someone took a big scope out and saw the whole mm -hmm. thing they're like i i wanted the whole thing to be based around someone else could see it and be like oh my gosh if that you went through this and you did that and now you're here I could do that too. That's all that I care about. Like from the jump, like dead mm -hmm. up. Like that's that's all because that's the only reason I got in the music. What really hit was like house music. I was like, oh, like I went out for the first time and I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I didn't even know <laughs> what was going on. I was just like, I don't know what it is, but I want to be a part of whatever it is. How can I do this? If I could, if I could do this, I can make other people. I need other people. I need to put other people on this. You know, mm -hmm. I want other people to feel how it's making me feel right now. I'm going to do that forever. <laughs> you know, like that's what I wanted. So it was very pure for me in that sense. And then experience, I felt like it was also like a therapeutic way for me to express the way that I was feeling, feeling inside without actually caring through those acts in real mm -hmm. life. I was like, I could talk about these things, but it's not gonna, it's almost like I'm venting and I don't have to carry through doing them over and over. So that helped a little bit, but unfortunately what I realized at the beginning of that project, all I was really do, doing was manifesting those things back into my life tenfold because I ended up worse before if you, the whole, the first EP is called Drugs. and it goes through the whole story of just my experience and the things that I was feeling prior to that. But I thought just about writing about the past things that I had gone through, it would release me, you mm -hmm. know, and I could move forward and then start to do pop and then really full picture the stuff that you're probably hearing and referencing now. Yeah. Right. But that has to answer your question in a long roundabout way that has, that has been my intention from the jump, even before, you know, and then definitely with this, it's now like such a great manipulative 
have you read Joseph Campbell's The Power of Myth? No. Yeah, that's no. kind of where I was leading with this because I'm only a little bit into it, but it reminds me of artists like you because his whole thing is like throughout history, we've wrapped deep spiritual truth within the context of myth and story so people can consume it. And it, I just feel like your what your art is a little bit of an example of that. I wanted to press into the energy of music and I start to get, I'm not a musician, so you're going to have to talk to me less like a regular person, but I was doing a deep dive on Aniko recently and she was talking about okay. how, you know, the music, the different vibrations and that there's something energetically being exchanged with the music that you hear. And I was like, shut up. That's so cool. And then when I afterwards found you and you went through a song that you made with the energy or the frequency of abundance mm -hmm. that freaking blew my mind dude like where did you get that idea and can you kind of just walk us through what that means and then in, in a way where people are like we're not just talking about shit over here like this is some real science stuff there's there's a multitude of ways to do it what made me first off what made me start to do it i thought about it for a long time i'm like as far as putting it in music it's never been as much in alignment because i was doing pop I was doing pop stuff and that was kind of the first stuff that was trending and having mm -hmm. like a little bit of a vi virality streak, which I was super happy for because it took me away from the negative stuff yeah. as much as I was like, oh, like, it's kind of like I have to do that because that's the only other stuff that could translate, you know, and other people, but it, I didn't really realize it was just all negative. And then I'm also putting negative out there into the right. world and right. which I definitely am thankful for my manager for because he, he's my friend. So we grew up together. He's always been trying to get me to do this and sing and rap. be like, no, all right. Because I had insecurity, but it was something I was telling myself for a long time. What if I took all the things and I meditate every single day? It's my part of my daily routine, my stretch and meditation, morning practice, my nighttime practice. So like, if I just took some of these frequencies and like actually mix them I can put them into the music. And then also on top of that, it's like, how can you level up? Also on top of that, how can I then have affirming statements? So because cool. you are, because you are what you focus, you talk about. So it's like that paired with like law of attraction and you are what you focus most on all of these things. And maybe someone doesn't even know it at the time, but my excuse was like, I'm just going to make sure the beats hit hard. I'm sure people still listen to the radio, but not as much as before. You know, it's very streaming platforms, but they play the same song. You couldn't, the first time you heard it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the worst song I ever heard. And you hear it little by little. You hear it in that car over there across the street. Over here, so subconscious starts going in your head. Then you start, you didn't even realize like that you're listening to that song, you know, over and over. And that's intentional, right? That's a, that's a marketing tactic. It's like a real thing. That's why they do that. I was like, perfect in alignment of actually swaying, like straying from pop. So the negative stuff kind of went into pop and then talk about love stuff. And then kind of would have some sensual stuff, a little bit of R&B stuff. It was kind of just perfect. And I was saying, I was like, what if I just, I never wanted to do hip hop. You know, I was like, I love it. I, I like absolutely love it. But I was so fear-based. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm not blonde very much right now, but I was like, I, don't, I would negatively tell myself I'm, I'm a blonde haired, blue eyed kid. Like, what am I going to like, make like hip-hop like what are people gonna yeah. say you know yeah. even though that's the one thing that i love the most mm -hmm. you know i was so and that's what's held me back the most i mean honestly in life is what other people's judgment of me is going to be my whole life you know so worried about me myself and i and what other mm -hmm. people are going to think and how i'm going to come up it was just holding me back and i would sit like shh, just like all of that it just held me back so much in life but it was at the perfect time to answer your question i was at the perfect time i was just like i'm I started to do it. We tried it with like the first song, which was too good. And 
yeah, Ch Ch Charles was like, I, I, I think like manipulating me in the way where I was like, I want to do hip hop, like, but I don't want it to be like, I want it to be like the beats to be a specific way because I produce everything as well. So it's like, I want yeah. it to be a specific way and to hit hard, but it's not like rap, rap. I was like, I just wanted to be true to myself. And we we went back and forth in a conversation. It's like, what if it's just like essentially affirming all the stuff you talk about when you probably mm -hmm. should be talking about music, just write that, <laughs> you know? Preach. Yeah, it was, it was like that. And that's kind of how it started. And then after I put out a few songs like that, I'm seeing like, oh my gosh, like people are on this wave, you know, like people are on this wave of like positivity. I'm, I'm not the only one really. And yeah. I knew I wasn't, but it just really hit in a massive way. You know, it kind of has virality streak. And then I was like, what happens now if you take it to the next level? And I start mixing like frequencies on top of the affirmations and all the stuff I was doing. So that's how that came about. And then do you have a few more minutes? I know we're at the top of the hour. There you go. I talk about this stuff. I can, I can okay. Go the decision for you to be independent, and I don't know if this is like a statement, like I'm going to be independent or if this is just a season. But I mean, you've had some awesome wins and it's, it's been a conscious decision to answer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. like even the, the award you got with the Jonas brother thing and winning that, um, like, damn dude, why, what, what's, what's the independent thing? I know there's a reason you're all about intention and stuff. So what's the intention with like blazing your own trail here? I'm a big, uh, believer and always have been off of feeling. You know, especially at the point now, a lot of these things are happening in my life. I'm having these experiences and my dreams are coming true and blah, 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 right? Yeah. Now, mind you, before any of that, I've had that awareness. Now I'm working on myself and I start to realize, oh, these are, I don't know, you know, I shouldn't trust myself here and start to realize like your flaws just as much as the positive things about you, which I think mm -hmm. are just super, like you need to know both of those things. How are you mm -hmm. ever supposed to move forward? There were so many times then when amazing things would happen, it just didn't feel in alignment. Like it was, it was that deep for me as well. I, was I love like, that answer. It just didn't I feel in alignment. That. Now my ego, sure. you know, it just was a different conversation and not yeah. the narcissistic sense of ego, right? Just the ego of self and even a little bit of the other, you know, like you've worked so hard and you've done all these things wants to say, you know, otherwise always wants to have like, a, like a part of the conversation. Like I do, I make sure to have that awareness with a lot of things moving forward. I'm like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Yeah. Is it for the right reasons? And maybe sometimes it's not, not in a bad way, but maybe sometimes it's not the best choice, but the reason I'm doing it outweighs it being the best choice, mm -hmm. you know? So I think the same thing, like the only reason that I could give an example to have that make sense I didn't need to go into this place. I don't need a fed four bedroom house. It's very, it's very simple. Do I want it? Yes. Have I treated myself to anything nice in the last decade of whatever, you know, yeah. I, I have nice car, but like, I never, no, I want it. It's very simple. This is like the place of empowerment that I've been coming into. And in like the last, I mean, this is like such a new concept, like not concept, but such a new thing for me yeah. to like step into that place, not the narcissistic and egotistical sense, but like, I deserve it. Because I'm like, I don't deserve it. This is what, no, we just do this. Yeah, I feel that. I get that. You know? So I asked my mentor, like, what should I do? Like, I want to, it's like a bigger place. I could be able to do this and that. I had more room and I feel like, like way more, you know, expanded and I wouldn't feel so confined. And his mentors like laughed. He's like, well, you don't plan on making any less money, do you? Mm -hmm. You know? And it was that deep. And, I, and, and, and that resonated with me. And that was right when I was like choosing mm -hmm. 
and like having the decision i was like oh like do i really need it like do i really deserve it do i really all these things that like past programming wanted to bring up into me like into that present moment and i did it and because then i did that then all these other things recently just pop 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 and this other big thing just happened it's like blah, blah, blah. like oh, everything because because of that feeling outweighs anything else but yet there's the balance within that because I could be like, oh, I feel so good. I'm going to go buy another one or I'm going to go do another. You know, it's like, it's just yeah. the balance of it, right? And 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 that's tricky sometimes, right? The Jordan Peterson, become a monster and learn how to tame it. Have the awareness, then learn like the definition, like learning when you can control, like when you should do something and when you shouldn't. That's been super, it's been a big thing for me recently. And it's been, it's been nuts. Like it, it really has. And I'm, and I'm so grateful. I talk about my story a lot, but I was like, I need to start making edits because I've been filming, by the way, I've been, everything I'm talking about in my past and everything else, I've filmed the whole thing. Like the whole thing, knowing it's going to happen, having firm belief. I filmed the whole thing, talking to the camera. Like I know I'm here right now, but it's not going to be like this forever. Wow. I can post all that stuff now. I already knew, right? You talk about wow. manifestation being in alignment. Wow. I worked at a job I couldn't freaking stand, but I told myself, I just faked it, right? Mm -hmm. Why would I want to yeah. fake it? Someone right. tell me, trust me, just fake the feeling and just do what you like. I don't want to fake it. Like if it's BS, like I want to feel it. I want to experience it. That's it. When I didn't even have something I was going after, I was like, why am I going to do that when I have the opportunity to now go after something? And then I took it, but I was like, what if I film everything? And then when it happens, like that's the one thing that I wish that I could have visually seen, you know, all the interviews that I'd watch, all the things that I watch on YouTube and learn. I wish there was something that I could see like, oh my gosh, not only did, and it's not about like, oh, he called it type of thing, but like this whole time he's going through this, I could see the BS he's going through here. And I could see, I could see all of these things. And I know where he's at now, but oh my gosh, it's like, it's predicted, right? It's like you projected and you. It'd be yeah. helpful for a lot of people because there's that's so much my purpose. Yes. There's hope in it. I have a final question for you, but before then, dude, I am. I just want to really acknowledge the intention that you put behind your work. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, I think you'd probably pop quite a bit without the, you know, the goods in it, the truth, the honesty, you know, cause I mean, I know you don't like the word talent, man, but, but you have it, you have it, whatever it is, but thank you for selflessly, you know, not only using this stuff to change your life, but also generously sharing it with a whole bunch of folks because media is, you know, you said that your intro to everything was YouTube. Mine was podcasts. That's why I have one because uh, I was in a really dark spot and a freaking stranger on this phone told me things I'd never heard before. And, you know, fast forward now this is what I do. So you are doing that for other people and it's just been a thrill to get to know you your energy is like next level i feel like super energized now uh, no it's it's a freaking gift it's a gift but um, before i get our final question which is written on my wall tell our folks where you want to direct them to well first of all i appreciate you saying all those very i mean it amazing things i really do uh, appreciate it but yeah anything that would be able heart would be just at able heart or at able heart music the easiest probably for all the things so you don't have to go to all the apps would just be google able able heart would be the easiest but yes a b l e like you're able to do whatever your heart h e a r t says able heart sometimes people spell it backwards but it's cool People are funny. All that will be linked up in the show notes. Very last question. There's a quote that's written on my wall from this cowboy out in Texas. His name's James Victoria. 
and he has a cowboy hat and a big long mustache and it's really important that you know that okay okay i got and the visual okay he says like. the things that made you weird as a kid make you great today and i love it so let's pick something really weird about you as a little boy that maybe you resisted at first maybe you thought was negative and now you embrace as a man and know it makes you my great that's my personality all day. I don't even have to think about that one. Yeah. Like I was very res reserved wouldn't even be it. Mm -hmm. I was completely shut off, you know, just from, I'm just going to, you know, it's crazy. I was watching a, a thing recently, this whole like deep diving into old content. is just made me be like, Oh my gosh, like I'm literally mm -hmm. a different person, you know, literally a different person. But in order to live a life that you've always wanted, you have to become someone completely different. It's just yeah. that simple, yeah. you know? But yeah, I just, I just wouldn't really talk. And I remember there was a camera. We used to film a lot of stuff and there's a camera. Like, I really wouldn't say anything, you know, <laughs> like, that's what I would do. <laughs> you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, just mm -hmm. very like reserve wouldn't even be the word. I was just completely shut off. And it was, I know internally, cause I, I know how I was feeling and what I was thinking at the time, but, but yeah, it would be person personality to answer your question. Just Hell if yeah. I'm too much, you know, if I'm like this, you know, then what? You know, like, I don't know what other people, how people are going to react to that. But yeah, until it just, I've, I've, from the last decade, I mean, I've spent, and this isn't a woo, like boohoo me thing, it's out of my choice. I've spent 90 and still do like 99.9% time by myself. Huh. I do. Yeah. And that's, a, I think it's a weird thing for a lot of people uh, to hear. That's by choice. It also doesn't mean that I don't have, <laughs> I mean, I don't have many friends, but it's like, it's, it's, I'm very sacred of my energy and I believe I'm on this planet for a huge, huge purpose. I, I, I totally do. Come on. And I'm not willing to risk that. And like the message that I potentially could spread and help someone else to risk it because like, I just want to like, like not have a friend, but like, I just want to like go out and do whatever, you know, like I don't party, yeah. I don't do any of that. Yeah. I've been very fortunate. Like I've done all that stuff and it's like, it was cool at the time or whatever, but uh, it doesn't have the massive ROI that like all of this does Preach. for me, Preach. you know, like it, Word. it, it yeah. just doesn't. So yeah, it would be personal personality to answer your question. And now I just feel, I know myself because of the 99.9% .9 time that I spent by myself in the last over a decade, mm -hmm. I got to know myself, which is, was the first thing that I've ever experienced. And I love myself, you know, and that's, I think that's a, mm -hmm. that, that was a huge one for me to, be able to get to you know it's not always easy to wake up I like high five myself even though I believe in the Mel Robbins high five thing I, I totally five do. four three two one yeah yeah so you know we're on the same way but yeah so it's, yeah. it's amazing to get that what about what about you what's yours I'll interview you now something weird about me as a kid I deeply felt things for people very very empathetic heart empathetic, to yeah. yeah and I've you know I used to be a therapist. So like that was kind of like my vein and my vibe and stuff. And it can really put you in a dark place. And it can also get you ran over by a lot of folks because like, I'll like die for you, dude. You know what I'm saying? And so reframing that now of like, that doesn't make me weak. It makes me so strong because I get what's going on in the room, you know, when other people can't. But yeah, my feels, man, I, I embrace my feels now. I love it. Yeah, I've never amazing. had anyone ask me that question back. Thanks. That was cool. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was genuinely curious too as well. Figure switch it on you, but I was. I was gen genuinely, genuinely curious. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Appreciate yeah. that.